freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Game, and joined by Greg Ducharme to break it all down. What's going on, Greg? What a day, Rick. Uh, we, we got Scotty Scheffler, world number one, sitting on top of the lead, uh, coming off of a missed cut. It was, it, it's been impressive for him so far, and uh, I can't wait to break it down. It's Scotty's world. We're just living in it. it here, here we go again. I mean, it's, it's a two-shot lead with 18 to go for the golfer who's already won four times this year. They've been four sizable events, including the Masters. He can just do no wrong. Greg. Well, yeah, I mean, he really, he can to me because he missed the cut the one time I played him and won it done. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he, he could do wrong to me last week, but I guess that's my fault, not his. And, um, and, and really it, it's been impressive. You, you look at our model that we look in week in and week out, and sometimes you get guys in the lead who aren't necessarily hitting it great. They get a really hot putter. They end up in the lead and it looks really flaky. It doesn't look solid on top. But Scotty leads the field right now in strokes gained tee to green. Uh, and and it's not really a short game either. It's a short game's been good, but he's fourth off the tee, sixth approach the green for the week. And it, uh, if, if you didn't know where he sat, you'd look at this and say, okay, this is the guy who can win tomorrow. And, and now you add a two-shot lead to it. And you say, okay, well, this guy's going to win tomorrow. He finally, on his 53rd hole of the tournament, made a bogey, Greg, finally. And then he immediately drains a 31 footer on 18 to get it right back. So uh, that two shot lead holds strong. Even when he makes a blemish, he's able to rebound. I'm sure that's a lot of, uh, I'm sure it's a lot of Ted Scott. I'm sure it's a lot of just a memory, memory of a goldfish type of situation for Scotty. I mean, it's, it's impressive that even when you think he might be stumbling, he writes the ship immediately. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has that ability. I mean, it's amazing that he's only made one bogey so far this week and it was on 17 today. It, it's really quite a streak uh, on this golf course, especially which two of the three rounds has played over par to scoring average. So it, it's not uh, an easy golf course. It's it, really easy to make bogeys out there. I mean, it, it's not a, uh, the most difficult golf course we've played all year by any means. It, it's not that kind of test, but there's bogeys out there for sure. And he just hasn't found them. So uh, today on a really difficult day, he was steady on his first nine. He made nine straight pars, uh, got a couple birdies early in the front nine. And and here we are. He, he shoots two under and it's enough for a two shot lead. So, I, yeah, I love the resilience. I love the bounce back ability. And I love the uh, the the through the bag strength of his game. It really is getting fairly ridiculous how good this season has been and he's really done it all since since february so if he wins tomorrow if he wins on sunday greg hole have 3300 fedex cup points which if yeah. you look back at last year that would have been third going into the tour championship if he doesn't play another event and he's got we have two major championships. We have the playoff events with the jacked up points. I mean, he has already earned more than Bryson did last year, and Bryson went into the tour championship in third. Wow. That, that's uh, hard to put it. It's hard to even fathom. It's hard to think about. Um, and, and I'm very curious. I mean, I'm looking into uh, some player of the year history because I really, it, it feels like this thing's secured. It feels like it's locked up now with a victory. So I'm, I'm working on uh, just a, I was doing a little research today on it. And there have been a couple of occasions since 2000 where the 
guy who didn't win had four wins. Only there, well, seven times four or more wins didn't win player of the year. Right. Seven times, only twice with a major. That was uh, Phil in 2005, Tiger won player of the year. Uh, and in 2015, Jason Day and Jordan Spieth won player of the year. And so it, it's really rare company if somebody were to pass him and win player of the year, but it's getting harder and harder to fathom five wins in a major. But, but here's the thing that really stands out to me. You have these FedEx cup playoffs where over, what is it? The last three years, you've had the winner of the tour championship in this new format, win player of the year. Right. So, you know, if Justin Thomas wins another major, or if Cam Smith wins another major, one of the other guys with two wins wins another major and then wins the FedEx cup. Um, it, it could put Scotty in jeopardy, but this record, you look at where he is in total FedEx cup points. It's incredible. And I, I really think a, a win tomorrow locks it up and it may already be locked up at this point. Yeah. It would take somebody doing something really special, like a major and the FedEx cup or a major right. and something else. And then the who knows, but yes, it's, it's a sizable lead for Scotty Scheffler. Um, Brendan Todd is in the chase pack with Scott Stallings. They are two shots back in a tie for a second. Brendan Todd shot the rounds of the day, a 65. He was by far the biggest mover. And then Scott Stallings, who you wonder, Greg, carrying over that uh, little, little Monday little Monday momentum, goes out, plays 36, gets himself in the U.S. Open and says, you know what, I'll just continue playing well all week long. Yeah, this is the thing about the game of golf. It doesn't really matter what level you're playing at or, or what it is. Any any competitive round can add a lot of confidence to your game. Um, really, anyone. We see this at the Zurich Classic all the time. Guys come out of the Zurich Classic and you think, well, yeah, but that was a team event. But they, they found confidence in it because under competition, they executed shots. And that's what Scott Stallings has really been able to do but um I, I like where brendan todd is right now too there it's no surprise he's leading the field in strokes game putting which probably is a bad sign for him in the model but that's why he's here right he's a he's a really strong putter that's why we liked him at the beginning of the week uh, because of his uh ability on the greens and also his driving accuracy i mean today which was his 65 this was the best round of um for him this week and he hit the fewest number of fairways. He's hit 13, 12, and today he hit eight fairways. So he's a guy that's going to put it in position a lot, um, and then he's going to make a lot of putts. It, it almost, it's a way to limit the importance of strokes gain approach. It's not one that you'd like. It's not one you'd like to lean on. But with the guy who puts it the way Brendan Todd does, uh, it, it's, you know, it, it puts him in the mix because he's not going to drive it into the trees. He's not going to make a mistake like that. So it's been fun to watch him as well. Harold Varner III is in solo fourth. He is three shots back. He had a very clean bogey-free 68. That's two under par in which he birdied number one, and he birdied number 10. That's it, 16 other parts. It's kind of a, a very uh, clean, uh, visually appealing scorecard when you look at it, Greg. Yeah, and, um, you know, he... Look, this has been a stretch of great form for him. And I know coming into the week, you were big on him, Rick. And um, I, I assume there's a couple of venues coming up where it's probably going to look pretty good for HV3-2 to break through. I don't know what his schedule is going to be, but maybe the Canadian Open would be another good venue for him. Um, there are a couple upcoming. The way he's hitting the ball, I think he is really on the right track to winning this year. The unfortunate thing is, just like it is for Todd and Scalling, uh, Stallings, it's that Scotty Scheffler's on top. 
if it was somebody else, I'd really like what I, I'd like what I'm seeing. I mean, HV three eighth right now, strokes gained tee to green. He's having a good putting week, which is kind of the tipping point for him. Like it is with so many other players. Uh, short game has been great. He was seven to seven and scrambling today. So it's, um, it, it's nice to see him in contention. He's playing great. I'm not surprised to see him in contention. The disappointment is, yeah, you're three back, but it's, it's world number one. You're three back or world number one. It just carries a different weight. They're running into the buzzsaw that is Scotty Sheffield. Yeah. Unfortunately, at this at this moment, um, I want to take a look at the odds. We're gonna do that in just one second. But um, Greg, a couple of notables, and I think there's a couple here, and and they're sitting at seven under par and, and six under par. Patrick Reed had his worst round of the week, but he's still just four back. But I'm even more impressed with Mito Pereira who you know could have easily packed it in this week Greg after what he what happened to him last week and he did not get off to a very good start this week he was he was two over through five he made bogey at each leg of the horrible horseshoe he grinds back to make the cut he put, shoots a 66 on on Friday a 68 on Saturday now he's inside the top 10 Th- this could have been a wash week for him and no one would have said a word about it no, you probably wouldn't even have noticed, right? Most guys wouldn't even have noticed. So uh, it, it's been impressive. It's just a sign that he's in really good form. Uh, and and I think you got to understand, if you're Mito Pereira, look, last week was my first weekend of a major championship. I've never played on a Saturday or a Sunday in a major before. It was only my second major. And I went to the last hole with a, with a one-shot lead. I mean that that is there are so many positives for him to take away from that. I mean, it's one of his best finishes on the PGA Tour in his career, and you you don't look at that. He, he he's clearly not looking at that like heartbreak, right? It hurts and it stings because you want to win, and that's the competitive side of things. But uh, but when when the sting goes away or, or settles down a little bit, you can look at it and say, okay, look, this is a good thing. My game's in great shape. And that's exactly what he's showing so far this week. He's got the driver on a string again, just like he did at the PGA second off the tee this week, 13th tee to green. Um, and he's, he's doing what he had a great putting day today, which tends to be his weakness. So lots of positives for Mito Pereira to take away. And, um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Maybe, maybe this has been a little better. I, and I like the bounce back after, uh, the, the three bogeys in a row on Thursday, but, um, He's just such a good player. I think this is going to become a lot more normal for him. Yeah, I hope so. Um, and then Patrick Reed, what do you think of what do you think of P. Reed? Did I see that he ditched the PXG driver? Did you see this? Yeah, yeah, I did. Have we confirmed that this is the first week he's he's done that? I don't know if that's the first week. I I was I wasn't able to confirm that, but there's definitely something. Yeah, he's driving it much better, Greg. <laughs> yeah, but he had a few. I mean, the he lost strokes uh, um, off the tee at the PGA Championship, but in the four weeks before that, he gained he gained strokes off the tee. So he had this little trend, and I I really like Patrick Reed this week because he saw that trend off the tee kind of getting a little better, and then he had a great at the PGA. He had his irons great, which was I mean those two things were so bad. It was since like the three M Open of last year he. It might not be exactly this way, but basically since July of last year, he lost strokes off the tee and approached the green in every event. Yeah, I, I've declared him washed up, but if he's going to change equipment and play better and like, I don't think he's going to win at Brookline, but a place like Brookline where everyone's going to be playing from greenside, 
might not be a bad spot for him. No, no, I, I don't think he's washed up at all. I, I think he might be back. Um, I know today he didn't hit his irons nearly as well today, um, which was a little disappointing, but again, it's not surprising to me. And it, it, this was the, this was a disappointing round of one over for him, but I, I'm thinking he's going to show up tomorrow and play great, put himself in contention again, Scotty's leading the way. So I don't know if, um, I don't know what kind of chance he leaves him, but I I'm big on Patrick Reed. I think there's really something there. All right, well, we'll take a look at the odds board and we'll find Patrick Reed's name. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I, I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, they've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as, as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for four, our listeners, uh, first time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up to me, and I know it can be confusing, the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple, and that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking a, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. And we're back. Uh, here's the odds board. Greg, let me pull this up for you. I don't have producer Jacob here. There we go. Okay, Scotty Scheffler, no surprise, the favorite to win the Charles Schwab Challenge. He is minus 140. Sizable gap to Brendan Todd at 7-1. to one. Scott Stallings at 9-1. to one. Harold Varner III at 10-1. to one. And then another sizable gap to that man, Patrick Reed, at 22-1. to one. What do you see here, Greg? Well, um, Patrick Reed, four back proven winner on the PGA tour aside from Scotty. Now Scotty's in control of this thing, right? We know like he's, he's probably going to win this tournament tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but Brendan Todd, I, I love him. I loved him going into the week. I expect a good finish, but I think there's a little too much weight, uh, leaning on the putter. 
And so I don't, I don't love that number for a guy that's leaning on the putter the way he is. Um, Scott Stallings is interesting. Again, don't love it. The first guy I really like is Patrick Reed, and it would take a crazy round. I, I don't mind Chris Kirk, who's one here. Um, I, yeah. And then you get into some longer shots, and Bo Hostler looked hurt. So he, he's out to me. Um, Jordan, I think, is, I mean, he's too far back. Right, he's, gonna he's at five. He's gonna have to shoot a sixty-two. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna have to shoot a sixty-two, and then probably need Scotty to struggle a little bit. Yeah, Scott. So I, Jordan's too far back. He's too far back. What do you think of uh, like a, a Davis Riley? He's probably too far back too. Yeah, I like this. I like these three right here. So I think they're all at seven under. Davis, Kirk, Reed. That's only four back. You're, li- listen, Scotty Scheffler's probably going to win this golf tournament. You're probably going to have to get right. a from Scotty. Scotty's going to have to shoot a 71 or something like that to, yeah. to allow somebody in the mix. But um, obviously different conditions, but we've seen Patrick Reed shoot 66 twice this week. Uh, Cam Davis is like a freak of nature. Okay. He is so athletic and has so much upside. I would not be surprised to see him fill it up for a single day. Chris Kirk, who I like for next week as well. I just like love the streak we're in for Chris Kirk. So love it. I, I, I think Scotty probably wins this. If you make, made me make a bet tonight, I would live right here. Reed at 22 Kirk at 22 cam Davis, 35. That that's the range I want to be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And again, Kirk, Kirk and Reed were two guys. I liked at the beginning of the week. So, um, are you big in, Hey, if you had a guy at the beginning of the week and they're in the mix, stick with it. Or are you, are you okay? At round three. Does that, does that not matter to you? Uh, I think it all kind of depends. Unfortunately, there's like so many other, like, you know, like I've got this 50 to one Harold Varner ticket now. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's great value. But like, I'm, it's probably going to be worth the same tomorrow night. Zero. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, same as if you missed the cut. Exactly. Well, I guess the, the reason I like doing that, you know, sticking with guys that you like at the beginning of the week is, is usually the reason you liked them at the beginning of the week is what they're doing. Correct. So Brendan Todd, I talked about this earlier. He's driving it really accurately and he's making a lot of putts. That's what I expected him to do. That's why I expected him to contend. He's doing that. So he's in contention. That's great. I just don't see a beating Scotty. But then you go down to Chris Kirk, and he's doing exactly what we expected. So I love it. Patrick Reed, bad day today, but it seems like the the ball striking comeback is something real. So great to be early on him in DFS. Um, but is that gonna? Is there enough there to actually win the golf tournament? But I, I think you're onto it with um, with Cam Davis, Chris Kirk, and Patrick Reed. Two of those guys have won often on the PGA tour. Cam Davis has won once. So I, I like that more than more than the HV three, the Brendan Todd who has won, but, um, but it's been a while. And, and you're getting incentivized because Scotty is the leader. I mean, th- those are long odds, 22 to one and 35 to one are long. Right. Odds. So you're getting, right. You're getting sufficient compensation for the risk that you're taking on. Exactly. And that's like Brendan Todd won twice, two years ago. Right, nineteen. It was nineteen or something. I can't remember. That was that's the time frame that I don't know what year anything was. Yeah, because it all just ran together. But he won back to back starts. I think it was the fall of nineteen, uh, and he almost won three in a row. Yeah. So I I love. I mean, he but but you don't get that value on him, right? He because he's at he's at uh, seven to one. Yeah. So you lose you lose a little bit of that value. The other guys winners a little bit better numbers on it. But it's tough when you have somebody like this leading the way. It's tough. You just the the best 
piece of advice I can give is go back in time and, and uh, get in on Scotty on Wednesday. Yeah, you just uh, you bet somebody at 35 to 1, you hope Scotty shoots two over or something. Yeah, right. I agree. All right. Greg Ducharme uh, can be found on Twitter at The Real GFD. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you tomorrow night.